up everybody welcome back to another episode of voices from the planet i am your host eric thank you again for joining me on this lovely evening or day or whatever you're listening to this podcast thank you i appreciate you guys for sticking with me and listening to all these rambling solo cast episodes this episode i tried again to do uh AMA, which some of you might know, means ask me anything. It's an opportunity for listeners of the podcast to help to uh, be able to interact with the host, ask questions, and get some answers. And I got just that. I was um, I posted the thing on Instagram a couple of days ago, and nobody had responded at first. So I was thinking, fuck, I'm just going to write some things down to talk about. And I'll do that instead since nobody's asking. And then, thankfully, some people came through and did their thing and asked some questions. And I'm about to answer their questions. It's actually only two people. Two people that I know well. Well, one I know very well. The other I know through social media and another podcast he was on so i'll start with the questions in the order they came in the first set of questions is from d micah at high and mighty hikes on instagram thank you for asking the questions his uh first question is can i camp in your yard next time i'm in hawaii and will you take me hiking uh the first part of that question is yes you can camp in my backyard it's not the biggest backyard but it can fit a tent and you're more than welcome to sleep out there if you want by all means brother help yourself and if i will take you hiking i'll go with you hiking i don't i'm not an avid hiker but you're in luck micah because my father-in-law is a member of the hawaii trail and mountain club and they do hikes every weekend and they are always out and doing shit they do like trail clearings and backpacking like you know overnight a couple days on trails and shit so yeah i'm sure if you were interested in that and i bet you are he would definitely be down to take you and if it's a pretty reasonable hike there's a possibility that i will be joining but um as far as like hikes and shit here on Oahu, I don't know of many. There's one in Pearl City. It's a, uh, it's Palisades Falls. If we call it, I don't know. There's probably a real like a name for the trail, but we used to go there all the time. And it's like a, maybe like an hour hike to a waterfall. And we used to go cruise and jump in the waterfall and hike back. And that's one I know of. But yeah, second question from D Micah. Ooh, he's getting deep here. If all men want peace, then why can we never have it? Oh, that's a very pessimistic outlook there. I think we could have it. Um, peace isn't something that we find outside of ourselves, I feel. It's a, a inner state of being. So it's very possible for an individual to find peace. 
unfortunately, some people cling to attachment, which leads to suffering, which leads to a disturbance of peace within themselves, which can manifest in the world as, I don't know, negative shit that causes other people who aren't at peace to get off, I don't know, off their game, I guess, I don't know, get off kilter and lose their sense of peace, but it's 100% possible for us to find peace. Um, granted, bad things will happen. Bad things are happening all around us. It's up to us to decide how we want to react and deal with situations as they arise, but peace, man, it's definitely an achievable thing. Um, I don't think that we can't have it. I think we can have it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and Micah's last question is, can God make a sandwich too big for him to eat it? Ah, the age-old question. Um, I think that's... The simple answer is no. I mean, yes. I don't know. That's a tough one. I guess it depends on what kind of sandwich. Because if um, maybe he makes a BLT, a infinitely large BLT that would take him all of eternity to eat. So it's not too big for him to eat because he could eat it. It's just going to take an infinite amount of time. Um, so in that sense, yes, he could eat it, but it would take forever to eat unless God is lactose intolerant, then he would make the sandwich, but he wouldn't eat it. It's not that he couldn't, but maybe he decides he, you know, he's not down with the cheese. Like if he could make a sandwich so big. That he couldn't eat it. Because I guess what? If he couldn't finish the sandwich, then he's not all powerful. But if he could finish the sandwich, then he probably could have made it bigger. But yeah, I'm going to stick with my answer of if he made an infinitely large sandwich and it took him infinity to eat it, then yeah, he could eat it all in infinity. Um, I don't know if that is a... Uh, a um sufficient enough answer for you. <laughs> um, and the second or second set of questions I got. Well, thank you again, Micah, for asking those questions. Thank you for participating. I appreciate it. And hopefully, if you ever do make it out to Hawaii, I can accommodate you in my backyard, and we can go for a hike, and we can talk more about this gigantic God BLT. Okay, the second set of questions came from my beautiful wife. And she had some good questions. I'll start with the first one here. She says, since Father's Day is right around the corner, it's Friday, Father's Day is this Saturday. So, perfect. What was your favorite moment in fatherhood so far? Whew. 
that's a tough question. There's been so many awesome moments. I mean, one that the first thing that comes to my mind and uh, say what you want. I'm a nerd. I like comic books. But the fact that my son is taking my oldest son is taking such an interest to comics and superheroes and all that stuff. And he's like getting into it and he he knows characters and their powers and their their real identities and it's it's proud papa moments when he's getting into it and we have conversations right now they're outside in the living room watching thor ragnarok for the one millionth time so that's one I don't know, they're just, my son just does little things every once in a while. Like when he just tells you he loves you out of nowhere, that's awesome. We actually had, we went to Walmart after work today because we had to pick up some things and had a little bit of a meltdown. That was not one of my most favorite fatherhood moments is dealing with an uh, unreasonable child who doesn't want to listen to reason, just wants to get pissed off. And throw tantrums, and I'm sure I was the exact same way. And it was over toys. We so we we got him a lightsaber and like two of these mashem things, and he wanted more. And we were telling him that's enough, and he was getting upset. And then when we got to the car, he wanted his mashems in the car, but we told him we had to wait, and that was a whole nother meltdown. So just, and sometimes I lose my temper with him. Just because it's like, come on, man, just be reasonable. But I got to remind myself he is just a kid. But it is frustrating sometimes. I'm going to be honest. It's a little frustrating. Sometimes you just want to be like, ah, you freaking kid. But then he does some sweet ass shit later. And it's like, ah, you fucking guy. I love you, buddy. Second part of the question. What is your favorite part about being a daddy? My favorite part about being a dad is watching my kids figure shit out on their own. Seeing, well, my kids, my one-year-old, he's figuring out, like, basic shit, but my oldest is going to be four next week. And to see him, like, I don't know, like, simple shit, like, figure out how to open something or just, you know, problem-solving it's pretty amazing. And then to sometimes I'm like, oh, like I'm watching him trying to like put something together and he's having a hard time. And I'm just like, oh, just let me do it. But you got to be like, no. And sometimes even he'll be like, no, let me do it. Let me do it. And I'm like, well, go ahead, bro. You got this shit. So yeah, that'd be my favorite part. I'm playing with them, talking with them about marvel superhero stuff and batman superman all that good stuff getting seeing them get excited about toys and i don't know seems a little materialistic as i'm saying it but whatever it's awesome and to pass down the love and appreciation for comics is my goal we were at a dentist appointment the other day and the dentist was impressed by my son's wealth of knowledge regarding DC and Marvel and all that shit. 
And the last question from my wife. Do you know the Muffin Man? I do not know the Muffin Man. So I googled it. And I will share what I found with you guys on the internet. It's pretty fucking disturbing. Frederick Thomas Linwood, 1563 to 1612, also known as the Muffin Man and the Drury Lane Dicer, was England's first documented serial killer accused of killing up to 15 children and seven rival pastry chefs during the years of 1589 to 1598. And when I read this, I was in shock. I was like, holy fuck. The nursery rhyme is about a fucking serial killer. Do you know the muffin man who lives on Drury Lane? Yeah, he's going to fucking knock you out, murder your kid. And I found this information on uncyclopedia.wikia.com. And then doing a little more research, I found out that's a bogus site. It's a parody site of Wikipedia, and that article was complete bullshit. Um, it actually refers to back in England when uh, bread was delivered, and the muffins they're referring to are English muffins, not our obesity-inducing, diabetic, diabetes-causing American sugar-filled muffins. But yeah, because I guess they deliver it. So do you know your muffin man? So yeah, that thanks, Nicole, for the questions. And happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Hope you guys have a good Sunday. Um, I'm just going to be relaxing, I think. Maybe I'll take the sun to go see Infinity War again. That'll be pretty cool. And since it's a Sunday, maybe in the day, maybe fathers will be doing other shit then the theater won't be crowded so those were all the questions I got so that's that portion of this podcast the AMA thank you again to Nicole and to Micah for the questions I'll probably be doing this again hopefully I'll get more questions but I'm liking these questions so far. I was getting a little worried. I was like, oh, man, nobody's asking anything. I got like zero responses. But Mike and Nicole came through in the clutch. So now for the rest of this podcast, we'll just ramble, babble, and whatever. So just kind of go over some of the things since the last podcast I posted. Uh, see one of the posts i did was it was just straight up what the what's your fucking problem a lot of times i when i'm dealing with people who frustrate me or are aggravating me in my mind i'm screaming that at them what the what's your fucking problem and it's super easy to say that to other people what's your problem what's your problem how often do we ask ourselves that question what's your fucking problem what's my fucking problem and after that you know I've been thinking and really considering what is my fucking problem so guess what I did I wrote some shit down (coughs) and I'm gonna share it with you guys to hopefully inspire you to take a look at 
what your problem is. <laughs> we all got problems, right? None of us are perfect. There's always room for improvement. So these are some of the things I feel are the areas or aspects of myself that could use some improvement. So I wrote these down as I'm's, th I'm this, whatever, I'm that, blah, blah, blah. So because, and I'll, I'll maybe I'll explain a few of them as best I can to try and help you guys understand why I wrote these down. Um, so the first one I wrote down is I'm selfish because I don't always like to share. You know, I feel like we could use that for ourselves. So let's keep it to ourselves. Not necessarily everything. My wife is super, super generous um, with her time, with everything, with people. And I'm always just like, man, do we have to? You know what I mean? Do we have to fucking do this? Like, I don't know. It's Chang of me, but I need to work on being more giving, more generous. Um, like, it might, on the outside, it might not look like I'm selfish because, you know, I do give a lot of my time to, like, hula and stuff like that, and I'm there, and I support. I mean, but honestly, if I had a choice, I'd just be at home on the couch, and that leads me to my second one is that I'm fucking lazy. I am lazy. It wouldn't appear because we're always doing so much, but, man, I aspire to just lay down on the couch and watch a movie and just chill. I don't really want to do much most times. But it's it's almost like and me and my wife were talking about this because she kind of feels the same way about herself that she's lazy. But I thought, right, you're not fucking lazy. You do so much. You're always doing this and that. But she still feels that like she doesn't want to do those things, but she is doing them. And that's what makes her lazy. So it's not like our actions are lazy. It's our like mentality, I guess, and what we want. <laughs> we want to be lazy. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I think like, like I don't know. What about us? Can we just like do nothing for once? Again, selfish and lazy together. Another one, and this is one I try real hard to like catch as it's happening in the moment and stop it, but it's a struggle. It's one of my things. I always want to be patient, but I feel I'm not a very patient person. I feel impatient a lot, but I hold it in and I wait. So I guess, I mean, I am patient because I can, I can wait the time and wait around and stick around and, but I can feel myself getting impatient during that time. So it makes me feel like I actually am impatient. I'm not patient even though everybody's like, oh, you're so patient for, you know, hanging out and waiting and da-da-da-da. But on the inside, I'm like, I don't want to fucking be waiting. Hurry the fuck up. Because I really, deep down, I'm impatient. Here's another one. This is one that was kind of hard to think about. But I realized that this applies to everybody. I lie. I'm a liar. Because when people ask, hey, how's it going? What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, man, good. Man, it's not always good. I'm fucking lying to you. 
but I don't really think people want to get into it. I mean, people ask that as like a courtesy, like, hey, what's up? They don't really want to know what's up. If you really wanted to know what's up and I told you, like, you'd be like, holy fuck. Not that there's crazy shit or anything really all the time, but, you know, not everything's always good. But in order to just save the drama, save this person from getting themselves into something they probably didn't really want in the first place, I'm good. I'm good. When I was a kid, I used to lie a lot to my parents, uh, a lot about schoolwork every time. Do you have homework? Do you have homework from school? No, I don't have homework. I don't have homework. I'm going out, going to go skate. Come to find out, you know, end of the year, mid-quarter reviews and progress reports and shit. There was always notes, you know, Eric is a good student, but he just needs to turn in his homework. And these things, you got to get signed by your parents. So my mom and dad would be like, uh, I thought you said you never have homework. I'm like, oh, home- you were talking about homework. Oh, yeah, homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, fucking going out, mom. They ask, you know, where are you going? Oh, I'm just going to go over to Sean's house. And then we go out all night and party and cruise and not really get into trouble. We never got into trouble, thankfully. We stayed pretty clear of any serious trouble, but my parents don't know what we were out doing. And then it sucks because my mom's always like, you know, I worry about you when you're out there. And I can't sleep until I know you're home. It's like feeling the guilt trip. So it's always like, well, I don't want you to worry. So I'm just going to tell you we're at Sean's house. But really, we're going to go drive around Waikiki and hang out on Kalakaua till the wee hours of the morning. So... I'm trying to be more honest with my feelings, with anything. I I see the point that right now in my life, I have nothing that I need to hide or lie about. Um, I can be completely honest with my wife. Um, however, the next item on this one kind of ties into that, and it's I avoid conflict or confrontation too much. So a lot of times I will not speak up if something is irritating me or bothering me, or getting on my nerves, just to avoid the confrontation and the conflict of having to argue, or if it could turn into an argument, who knows, it could be completely reasonable, calm, civil conversation about it, with positive results at the end, but my mind says, this is going to turn into a fight, and I don't want to fight, so I'm just keep my mouth shut. And then the whole thing about like ideas and thoughts. I was listening to a podcast. I think it was it was uh, Duncan Trussell and Shane Moss, and it was um, wasn't that one? Maybe it wasn't. I'm not sure. Maybe it was Tinfoil Hat, Sam Tripoli, and Ryan. But it was about how. If you if you're having negative thoughts and negative ideas, you need to share that with people to get it out because holding that in and keeping those thoughts in your brain will only just eat away at you and cause you to harbor resentment for people and it's just gonna be more poison for you if you don't just get it out, just talk about it. Just and they're saying that's why therapy, hence the podcast to you guys, is so beneficial because just talking about 
crazy ideas gets them out of your head and you don't have to you know let it fester but even at like work like I'm, I'm that's starting to change too um just not speaking up in order to avoid having to what i think would be a conflict but see that's about like ramda says you know be here now i think i live in my thoughts of what the future is going to be so that's why in my mind i'm going to a place where this is going to eventually turn into an argument but i'm not here now thinking i need to address this issue with this person or whatever and let's just air it out and whatever happens we'll deal with it when it comes when we're there now but i'm thinking ahead and that's never a good thing telling movie telling lies to yourself creating these movies in your mind of what the outcome is going to be when you have no clue and you should just try oh, this is another one i can be kind of moody fuck at me i am moody get grumpy get irritable i lack that equanimity and peace going back to micah's question i mean everybody wants peace but are we what are we doing within ourselves to keep the peace? Do you let yourself have these mood swings to, to really high and to really low? That's one thing I noticed when I first started doing these podcasts. Like, I would get this rush of, you know, like, probably these chemicals in my brain. What is it? Like, serotonin and whatever. And get these good feelings when I uploaded a podcast episode and I'd feel really good. And the next day I would be grumpy about shit like super chin like just snappy at my wife and it's just like oh, what the fuck because i was riding that roller coaster of emotions where i would get super excited and feel super high that i did something i put out the podcast and this is what i'm doing like yeah it feels good fuck yeah and the next time I'm like oh fuck maybe it has something to do with what not as many people listening or whatever but just something about the next day was always just like fuck fucking irritated man fucking pissed off another one of my fucking problems is i'm too goddamn shy i'm an introvert uh in social settings which is weird because like everything you read like on your horoscopes mount libra it's like you're the fucking social butterfly but i'm really not like maybe once i'm comfortable with people i can open up more myself share but when it's like a group of people and i don't know anybody i tend to stay back and not share and be quiet like even at work there's probably people at work that know nothing about me just because i'm not open i don't really put myself out there whereas they're like good friends with other co-workers and shouldn't know all about them but that's something i need to work on the podcast is helping that helping putting me out there meeting new people um, this podcast has been serving me in so many ways, just being able to talk to you guys, trying to get people, you know, that's an ongoing struggle of mine is procrastination. I'm a procrastinator, you know, I'm a start something and then let it just kind of dwindle away. Um, sometimes here's the next one is sometimes I'm apathetic, like I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck, whatever. And that sucks sometimes because I want to be more compassionate and sympathetic. 
but sometimes like I don't give a fuck like I don't know what whatever your fucking problem is I don't give a fuck I got my own fucking problems but I mean I'm not here to save the world either at the same time but a little more compassion and understanding from where other people are coming from I think would greatly benefit me I mean all these things I'm talking about all these things I've listed are things I want to better myself about and I'm aware of these things obviously but it's not easy all the time to be able to recognize these things in yourself as they're happening and change it it's always easy to in retrospect look back and be like wow I was a fucking dick but do you not realize when you're being a dick that you're being a dick <laughs> you know what I mean like that's where that awareness needs to come in is in the moment when it's happening like so that way you can stop yourself because if you're being a dick you might hurt somebody who cares about you and you know a few hours later after you've already said the fucked up shit that you shouldn't have said it's gonna be hard to talk your way out of it and get back to it that way you know what I mean it's not easy good luck but I find that's usually the case for me is having to you know come back to and you know just apologizing for saying things that I didn't mean out of anger when it could have been stopped man just awareness in the moment giving a fuck about other people's feelings all the time yeah <laughs> the last thing I wrote down and I might have some more as we're talking maybe I'll come up with some other ones as we go through but I have a very addictive personality, you guys. I am an addict. I smoke cigarettes. I drink fucking soda. I smoke weed. These are the things I'm addicted to. Once I find something I enjoy, I stick with it. I'm a creature of habit. I like routines. I'm addicted to order. Again, that might not always seem like it's on the outside because sometimes everything seems a little chaotic but deep down it you know once I find something I enjoy like it can easily become a habit for me and then easily become addicted yeah it's just like don't give me anything good because if I fucking like it I will be addicted to it quickly quickly I want to quit smoking cigarettes, so man, I'd rather just vape, but I don't know, quitting cigarettes is pretty hard, for the most part, during the day, I just use my vape, but I don't know, when you want a real cigarette, man, nothing beats a real cigarette. So that's what my fucking problems are. I'm sure I got a ton more. Um, I wanted to record this, so that's all I could get from the time I thought of this and wrote these down till I'm actually recording this right now. So we'll share. I'm, I'm, you know, oh, I found a fucking new podcast, a, a new Hawaii podcast. Wait, hold on. Let me fucking hold your fucking face. What is it? From Best Life Ever Digital. Kimmy and Pua 
with the fuck hold on what is the name of it i'll find it here broke ass to badass podcast broke ass to badass podcast by best life ever with kimmy and pua they are soul entrepreneurs it's a mashup of soul and entrepreneur but they're pretty good i like their podcast i've listened to a couple episodes now shout out to them another local podcast you know do my thing supporting local podcasts i even know i had no idea i mean now i'm starting to find all these fucking hawaii podcasts i don't really have time to listen to them all but i listen to this one they're like coaches if you're like an entrepreneur or if you need motivation and that kind of shit you should definitely check out their podcast check it out check it out check it out check it out broke ass to bad ass by best life ever they're on itunes so you can find them there let them know you heard about them from voices from the planet tell them what's up okay okay the next shit i wrote down over here so we just well i didn't watch all of them but we just finished the second season of 13 reasons why i think i watched the last like two episodes where it got pretty fucking nuts but just interesting so i have no idea what's really going on but the ending was crazy where i guess this one kid who he did something and he like fucked up the football field or whatever and sorry spoiler alarm uh, in case you haven't watched 13 reasons why pause the podcast to go watch it and then come back and finish in um, a couple days <laughs> but anyway so spoiler alert so this one kid he did something he fucked up the football field and the football season got canceled and there's this one dude on the football team who's like super fucking pissed all he has is football so him and a bunch of other dudes like go and fuck up this kid in the in the um the bathroom at the school and he had just come back from like some you know like probation program so it was like his first day back to school and these dudes catch him in the bathroom and they're like like you know you fucking ruined my life you fucker like and they fuck him up and they fucking it's graphic but they stick a fucking mop handle up his ass like they do in prison and they fuck him up and then he, I mean, who wouldn't? He goes off the fucking deep end and fucking gets all his fucking guns and shit. And he plans to go fucking shoot up the dance. And it's just like, it's like, uh, it was really tense to watch, especially with the school shootings. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe they're actually going there with this i was thinking for a little while like how are we gonna fucking see a school shooting on a tv show with what's going on right now and then the whole topic of suicide and just like holy fuck so they show this kid and like he straps up and he fucking goes to the dance but i guess he texted one of the friend one of his friends that was there so a group of them knew like what was coming so they were trying to figure out what to do and they didn't want to call the cops because they didn't want this kid to get in trouble but they wanted to stop him so the one kid, like, comes out of the school gym or wherever the fuck they're at and sees the kid coming up and he's got his fucking rifle and he got his fucking vests on. I think it was, like, bombs and shit. It looked like fucking like a bomb vest. He also had some pipe bombs, handguns and shit. 
but so the kid confronts him as he's going and you know because they just you know i fuck i don't know the kids names even but the kids with the kid with the gun is like you need to just get the fuck out of here go home like i need to do this and the kid's trying to talk him out of it like you can't do this i don't want you to do this i don't want you to die i don't want anybody to die and he tells him this one thing and this is what fucking stuck with me and this is why i thought this is so fucking deep he tells the kid without the gun who's trying to stop the kid with the guns tells him like do you think doing this is gonna fucking change anything do you think it's gonna change anything that we're gonna have another fucking tragedy and the adults are gonna cry about it for a week and then forget about it do you think that's really gonna fucking change anything and I was just like holy fuck this kid is fucking right this kid is fucking right but that changed the boy's mind. So he fucking dug out. They like got in, pulled up with another car. And we're like, get in the fucking car. Let's go. So the kid takes the gun. The other dude gets in the car. They dig out. And then the police come. But goddamn, that was so fucking true. It's like in our nation, we have had so many mass school shootings. And everybody's upset. Instantly, people talk about banning guns we need to take away the guns i'm not so sure that that's the answer but a few weeks after it's done nobody gives a fuck on to the next fucking thing what the fuck did our president do now what the fuck is this what's that kardashians fucking american idol oh, not american idol. maybe the voice or something <laughs> but we are so fucking distracted nobody gives a shit and I, i'm i'm not trying to make like i'm fucking like fully in, like aware and you know this i'm just as guilty but we cannot let ourselves as a society become desensitized to innocent kids getting fucking murdered in schools and say what you want if you think they're hoaxes that's possible you know what i mean maybe it is a way for the you know the unseen hand to get everybody to get on board to disarm the public so that way it makes it easier for them to control us and lead us down a road of i don't know whatever you know what i mean whatever the conspiracy is out there sandy hook all that shit but in the cases where kids are fucking dying this is it's too much taking away the guns isn't the fucking answer guys i i really don't think it is because as this and this, it's just a TV show, but as we saw in the show, the kid was fucking strapped. He was fucking ready to fucking take out everybody. And one kid talking to him made a difference and stopped him. He had the guns, but he still didn't go through with it. So the guns aren't the problem. It's the way we deal with people. The compassion that I was talking about earlier. This kid was genuinely showing compassion to this other kid. He didn't want him to die. And I think the real problem is that everybody's so concerned about themselves. Nobody's looking to see what's going on right next to you with the dude who's fucking hurting. And... We see bullying and nobody does anything. I mean, there are people who do something. We need more people like that. People are going to stand up to bullies 
not necessarily even if you're the one being bullied, but if you see someone fucking with somebody else, you need to step in because three, four, five, six steps down the line, when that dude who's getting picked on decides to come back and shoot up your fucking school, you might be in there and just get shot. You didn't ever fuck with that kid. You were you had no problems with him. But guess what? It's too late. He is out for blood for everybody. It doesn't matter. Assault rifles, all this shit. Most of these fucking guys who get these guns, it's like, they're going to get them illegally anyway. Oh, sorry. And it's just not possible to get rid of all the guns. And if you take the guns out of, you know, law-abiding citizens who, in a situation like that, would protect the lives of others, not only criminals are going to have guns, and there's going to be no heroes. And the cops, eh, I mean, they're using their guns against us. You can't always rely on them, especially if you live in, like, you know, bumfuck middle of nowhere. The cops might not even get to you in time. You got to be able to protect yourself. So that's my little fucking Second Amendment rant. We don't need to take away the guns. We do need to look at mental health as an issue, I think. I think the, the, the statistics are out that like every single one of these mass shooters were on some type of psychiatric prescribed medication. I don't know. It's, maybe that's a problem. Mental health. Maybe we got to look at people. We need to help be able to help these people before they decide to get that gun and just fucking murk everybody. I don't know. What do you guys think? Oh, shout out to Bert Kreischer. I don't think I'll ever hear this, but he has a solo cast. I'm going to take credit and say he stole the idea for me for these solo casts uh, called Open Tabs, where he just goes over all the things that he Googled over the weekend. So he keeps all his you know tabs on his thing open and he just runs through them and closes them out and talks about each thing he looked up. Does that sound familiar? That's kind of like what I do with my Instagram posts. Talk about what I posted about. But you're welcome for the idea. Burt Kreischer, shout out. Do it for Daniela Pineda. <laughs> it's an inside. Go listen to the Burt cast or the open tabs podcast that Burt Kreischer does and that'll make a little more sense. Okay, so this was a joke post I did, but I always, this is a joke I've made in my life with people for a long time, especially when it came to like smoking and all that kind of shit. Like I always said like my addiction to smoking is partly because I enjoy seeing smoke come out of my mouth. I like blowing out smoke, blowing out fat clouds and whatever. That's why vaping I really like because you get these fucking huge vapor clouds and it's just like, and I always used to tell people the reason why I enjoy that so much is because in a past life I was a dragon. And then I found out about a thing called other kin. Other kin, single or plural, a person who holds the belief that they are not entirely or at all human, usually a spiritual belief pertaining to one's soul and the reincarnation thereof, but may also be believed that one's genetics are descended from 
for example, the Irish Fay. The word otherkin is coined to describe people who felt a connection to mythological humanoids such as elves and fairies, but has expanded in recent years to include dragons, mm-hmm. griffins, and other supposedly mythical beasts, as well as animals, angelic demonic beings, and in some cases, extraterrestrials. Dude, my shit is a fucking real thing. I was a fucking dragon in a past life, goddammit. I knew it. I knew it. I fucking knew it, man. I was a fucking dragon. Guarantee I was a fucking dragon. Maybe I was one of Khaleesi's dragons from fucking Game of Thrones. Hopefully not the one that died. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter because eventually I did die as a dragon and I'm reborn here today as a podcast host slash corporate lackey slash father slash husband slash son slash brother. Um, But it's just a joke, guys. It's just a joke. Okay. So the other thing I posted was fucking, there's this video on YouTube that you can watch. It's called What It's Like to Have Schizophrenia. And it's a simulation. It's like a POV video of what it would be like to be suffering from schizophrenia. And I don't know how accurate this is or how true to life this video is. But what it, it I mean, it shows like a dude and he wakes up and he's going through his normal routine and then. You know, I had my headphones in and you can kind of hear softly like voices saying you, you're crazy. They're going to get you. They're going to get you. They know you're a fucking loser. So it's all these things. And then you start having like visual hallucinations where like the TV starts to melt and his pizza's there and like a pizza box is on the table and he opens it and the pizza's like bubbling and boiling. It's just really, you know, shit that somebody with schizophrenia would see. And before I started watching Ben when I read it, there was like a little disclaimer even about like, you know, if you feel uncomfortable by any parts of this video, make sure you just shut it off and stop watching it. But I had no problem watching the video. I was not disturbed by any of the things, maybe because I knew it was just a simulation. Maybe because I'm a little not 100% right in the brain. Um, I'm sure if I really thought these things were real, I could, I would be re- reacting different, but I think you guys should go watch it. What it's like to have schizophrenia. It's a YouTube video. Uh, it's a couple minutes, but it's interesting, interesting stuff. I had also posted a thing about which one should I watch? X-Men Origins Wolverine or Logan? And you better believe the answer is Logan. All day, every day. And Logan is not only a good fucking comic book movie, it's a good fucking movie. Like, it's really a good movie. Like, you don't have to really even know too much about the comics. Maybe if you're watching with somebody who does know, that would help you. But it's really just a good movie. Full of emotion and action and fucking... Yeah, it's just... And they take it from the old man Logan comic book stories. And then you have X-Men Origins, which is like... The beginning supposedly of Wolverine and the Weapon X program. One cool thing about that movie though I did think was cool is in the like the opening credit sequence 
they show Wolverine and Sabretooth going, being together and going through like, you know, the Revolutionary War and fucking Gettysburg and fucking World War One and two and Vietnam and just them because, you know, they don't age like the rest of us to see them being soldiers in all these different wars before they joined the Weapon X program. And it's just like, God damn, that was fucking pretty cool. But then they went and fucked it all up. Wait, before we get there, it was also cool to see Wade Wilson as the Merc with the mouth. That was the first time we ever saw any t- any Deadpool-ish characters. I mean, it's Wade Wilson, so it is Deadpool. But he wasn't Deadpool yet. He was still just Wade Wilson. But he had his swords. He was fucking talking shit. Just typical Deadpool. And then they went and fucking screwed the pooch. And did some crazy ass shit and turned him into some weird ass Baraka from Mortal Kombat looking character with his mouth sewn shut. What the fuck? Laser eyes, you guys? What the fuck? What the fuck were they thinking? Did they not talk to anybody who's read a comic book in their life who told them you probably shouldn't do this? This is not a good idea to fuck with Deadpool. Because people were fucking pissed. People, fans of comics and Deadpool specifically, were not happy. You don't go fucking up Deadpool. You don't. So or close up Deadpool's mouth, and it's funny because in the Deadpool movie, which so in that X Men Origins, if you didn't know, it's Ryan Reynolds playing Wade Wilson, which he also played in the actual Deadpool movie, and they make jokes and mock that movie and saying you know, you know the guy threatens you like I'm gonna sew your mouth shut, and he said I wouldn't do that if I were you, so it's just like, but head to head on at the same time, which do you pick? Fucking Logan all day, son. Maybe not a good one to let the kids watch. It's pretty graphic, but fuck. You could also let your kids watch X-Men Origins, but that would probably do more damage to them mentally than letting them actually watch Logan, which is full of violence. And that's pretty much it. That's all I had written down. Fuckers. I did it. Did the podcast. All right. Um, I'm going to, ooh, I wanted to fucking share this. I posted it on Instagram too. It's the new video from Jedi Mind Tricks called fucking, God damn it, what was the name of the song? Shit. Uh, why is my YouTube not working? God damn it. It's called Marciano's Rain off the new album called The Bridge in the Abyss. So I'm going to throw that song. I'm going to s- sign off and leave you guys with the new JMT fucking song. Goddamn, I like Jedi Mind Tricks. They have a podcast too. Or Vinny Paz has a podcast with his friends called The Broad Street Breakdown. Shout out. Go check it out. I never, I mean, I like the Jedi Mind Tricks music. You know, I... From their first album up to now. And then I found the podcast. And now I'm like an even bigger fan of Vinny Paz. Because he's just a fucking nerd like the rest of us do. Like they're goofy. They laugh. They crack jokes. His music is pretty fucking intense. You know. But to see how he is in real life with his friends. Man. It makes me just love him even more. So I'm going to leave you with this song. You can follow Voices from the Planet on Instagram at Voices from the Planet. Um, next time I 
ask for you guys to ask me questions or leave some questions in the comments. Don't be shy, guys. Just fucking do it. If you have any questions, when even now, if you when I don't ask, if you just want to interact and talk to me, just hit me up. Try it out. <laughs> um. Yeah, Instagram at Voices from the Planet. Email Voices from the Planet at Gmail dot com. Twitter VFTP underscore podcast. That's it. I got rid of my Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Uh, go and check out the sponsor of the podcast, The Grow Guru, medical cannabis growing consultant for all your medical marijuana growing needs. Check them out. Definitely can hook you up. Let them know you heard about it on Voices from the Planet. And also... Go to audibletrial.com backslash voices from the planet to get a free or a 30 day trial of audible.com and one free audiobook download. And if you decide to not sign up after the 30 days, you get to keep that audiobook. And if you stay on, you have access to thousands of audiobooks. So if, if you're in the podcast, you'd definitely be into audible.com. Check it out. They are will hook your boy up if you guys sign up and lord knows i'd like to get out of the nine to five corporate grind and be able to do something like this and sustain a living um so if i have not generated any revenue off this podcast it's not really the goal it'd be nice um again going back to i'm lazy I'm putting minimal effort into this, but expecting an unreasonable <laughs> amount of return, <laughs> I guess. Fuck, I don't know. I'm just doing this shit for fun, man, for you guys, for myself. Um, I don't really care to make money off it, but I do want to get out of the corporate grind. Fuck. But anyway, yeah, so check out me. What the fuck? Anyway, yeah, all right, I'm done. Jesus Christ, this is over. This is just going bad. All right, love you guys. Peace. Welcome in his arms when you die. The rain is the form of a gas in the sky. It brings back life to a plant when it's dry. The rain it purifies, wash away dirt. It wash away anything in your life that could hurt. Rain is water in its most pure form. The rain pour down, make it cool when it's warm. The rain sound good on my pain when I'm asleep. The ocean love rain and the drain in the deep. Rain play a role in protecting the ground. Prevents us from the politicians letting us down. The rain known to alleviate stress. So go for a walk and the rain is the best. The rain came, then the love came over me. It's peace theme, let the love rain over me.
embrace the pain, pause good for the soul. You face the pain and see it could make you whole. Ignoring the pain will make you hurt someone else. Go towards pain, it's a game for the self. Pain isn't bad, it can make you feel free. It isn't life-threatening, it make me feel me. Kill two birds with one stone, even three. By recognizing pain is too painful to see. Pain is the opposite, running to hell fleeing. Negative emotion is key to well-being. Anger and pain are an important part of life. Important as the way the sun sets in the night. Pain can help you breathe and calculate fact. Give you time to think and evaluate that. Accepting the pain by breathing slow, breathe deep. And you won't ever have to feel pain when you sleep. Oh. 